Hey there, Recover Girl. My name is Victoria Ray, and you've just tuned in to your little dose of hope, connection, and encouragement wherever you are on your journey of recovery. Because the reality is that we're all in recovery from something, and we all need someone to walk beside us as we do the hard work and really ask ourselves, what's my makeup? I have this terrible thing that I do. I put people on pedestals. I look at strong women in my life and believe that they are the epitome of what I'd like to be. I believe that they can do no wrong or that they have everything together. Sometimes I feel like there are these girls that have it all figured out and I have absolutely no idea how to adult. I am a 13-year-old trapped in the world of confident 20 to 30-year-olds. And I often ask myself, how the heck did I get here? I had a moment like this the other day when I went to get coffee with a few friends. These women are beautiful and strong and all work in the world of addiction and recovery. They're speakers and writers and skydivers and mothers. They ordered fancy drinks and said all the right things. And I, as much as I love them, I had this terrible feeling. It started to creep over me. I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. I am so glad that I haven't released this podcast yet because I'm totally unqualified. And what she said sounds so much better than anything I've ever recorded. Oh my God, I'm a horrible friend because I'm comparing myself to her. I have so much doubt and I'm doing podcasts on courage. Oh God, stop thinking and be present. Oh God, you can't even be present to love your friend. Oh God, you are so selfish and self-absorbed. You are the worst. I like to call these moments my crazy brain trains. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I swear that my mind never stops thinking and sometimes it gets a little, or in this case, a lot, derailed. In other words, What I was feeling was shame. Author and researcher Brene Brown describes shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Something we've experienced, done, or failed to do makes us unworthy of connection. In that moment, I was ashamed of my work and then ashamed of the fact that I was feeling defeated by that comparison. That disconnect made me want to withdraw and hide and tuck my podcast in the deep pit, which is the Finder app on my laptop. I was ashamed of being ashamed. Is that a whole new level of crazy? The funny thing is, is that these girls are my friends, right? I'm happy for them. I love them. And I also know that they aren't perfect. Not anywhere close. I know that these people are people. Just people. But it was so easy. To forget in that moment. Been there? So then the question becomes what's the antidote? What do I do now? Brene Brown writes that the antidote to shame is empathy. By talking about your shame with someone who has empathy, that shame cannot survive. This is hard for many reasons, but for most of us, we have turned to destructive behaviors, our addictions, or other unhealthy people to numb our shame. Personally, I am a bit of an escape artist, so I have been able to use all of the above. No matter what, whenever I tried to run or cover up my shame, I either took it out on other people or I took it out on myself. Neither are pretty, and I don't have time to be cleaning up the messes of my behavior today.
I barely have time to do my laundry. So I'm going to do a few things. One, I'm going to pray about it. For me, this looks like journaling and bringing it to a God that I know loves me right where I'm at. And two, I'm going to talk about it and not just here to this microphone. I'm going to call and tell on my shame with someone who has been there because a recover girl has been there. She doesn't react with judgment. She just says, yeah, I've been there too. And lastly, I'm going to take myself off the pedestal. I know that earlier I said that I put other people on pedestals and that that's a huge problem. But when I'm holding someone else to a certain standard, it normally means I'm holding myself to the same unobtainable standard. And that's just ridiculous. I judge where I'm insecure. Whoops. In case there was any temptation for you to put me on a pedestal, I hope that it has toppled right over. But I would recommend taking yourself off one too. I am on this journey with you. I haven't arrived. I am not the ideal. Neither are you. Neither are my friends who skydive and change the world and make it look easy. We are all recover girls. Just people on a journey. Clearly, there is more work to be done, but we can't walk forward, and certainly not forward together, standing on pedestals. Plus, it's much more fun here on the ground. Today, let's tell on our shame with someone we know can practice empathy. If that person isn't here right now, write out what they might say. I tried this little experiment, and this is what my Recover Girls told me. You are enough. You are doing enough. I've been there too, baby, and it sucks, but it's totally normal. You are going to release that podcast because we don't make decisions based on fear anymore. I'm glad we're friends. Everybody runs down the rabbit hole of comparison sometimes. You don't have to stay there. I'm glad you're talking about this. You aren't perfect, but that's why you're doing this. For all those girls like you out there, you're in good company. For more of the Recover Girl podcast, you can go to www.recovergirlpodcast.com or follow me on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at RecoverGirlPod. And as always, like, subscribe, share, you know the deal. All right, Recover Girl, we'll see you again. And don't forget, you got this.